0: Hey there, you're listening to the Aligned Women Podcast, the original podcast for women in chiropractic. If you want more time with your family, more money in your bank account, and a practice that you love, you're in the right place. I'm Dr. Danielle Eaton, the founder of Aligned Women. We help women in chiropractic just like you to grow profitable practices without sacrificing being present with your family. Be sure to take our Aligned Practice Quiz to find out how aligned your practice is. You can find it at alignedpracticequiz.com. Now sit back, take a deep breath, and enjoy today's episode. Welcome to episode 136 of the Aligned Women Podcast. Today's episode title is Chiropractors Should Just Adjust? Or Should They? Have you reached the maximum number of patients? you want to see, but feel like you aren't making enough money in your practice? Or have you thought about creating another source of income, but hear that chiropractors should just focus on adjusting. And so you don't take action on that crazy idea. If you answered yes to either of these questions then today's episode is for you. There seems to be two schools of thought in our profession. The one that says chiropractors should just adjust and not get mixed up in creating other sources of income. And the one that says, go for it. I understand both both sides of the argument and I'm going to help you decide which of these approaches is right for you in this episode. So, buckle up. This is going to be a little bit of story, a little bit fun debate today. All right, before we get started with the topic for the day, I just want to give you a quick reminder that if you are not already subscribed to the podcast in iTunes, Then you should do that now. Head over to alignedwomen.com forward slash iTunes. And if you subscribe to the podcast in iTunes and you listen to your i listen to the podcast on your iPhone, you'll never miss a new episode. You'll get all the new episodes downloaded to your phone right away also don't forget to follow us on Instagram at aligned women to see the real life and practice results of aligned women who are just like you. They're committed to changing the world through chiropractic care without sacrificing their families or burning themselves into the ground. And on that note, this week's shout out goes to Dr. Brooke Breitbach. Dr. Brooke is a wife and a mom of two littles who practices in North Carolina. In her case study, Dr. Brooke shares that in the two years that she's been in the Aligned Women program, the profitability of her practice has increased by at least 32%. And she also took time off for maternity leave. So for more insight into how Dr. Brooke did this, check out her case study on Instagram today. And of course, thanks so much to you, Dr. Brooke, if you're listening for your time and energy in bringing your case study to life. In this segment of the Aligned Women podcast, you've been hearing me talk about Self-Care is Healthcare, the podcast. Yes, Self-Care is Healthcare, the podcast is a new endeavor for Aligned Women in 2020, although we we started the project in 2019 and actually probably even before that. Self-Care is Healthcare, the podcast finally has a launch date, which will be the first week of March 2020. So if you think of your referral partners like massage therapists, acupuncturists, naturopaths, and more who want to be able to grow a profitable practice, but also have time for their family and not sacrifice their own health in the journey of growing their business, self-care is healthcare. The podcast is for them. So if you want to invite them to take part in the launch of this new podcast, and you want them to be a part of the community right now, you should have them go on Facebook and search for the self-care is healthcare community. And they will see updates. I'm sure about the podcast coming up there. Okay. Before we get really into today's topic, I just want to tell you, I'm feeling really sensitive about my voice. I know that because I show up everywhere on social media or, um, with a blog and a podcast every week that it might seem like I never have any doubts in myself, but I am feeling self-conscious about my voice this morning specifically because, my throat feels froggy, and the reason that I feel self-conscious about my voice is not because of how scratchy my voice sounds, but it's because of how many times on this podcast I have said something about having the sniffles and having a scratchy voice. And I'm like, "Gosh, do I really get sick that often?" I don't feel like I do, but I now sitting here recording this episode. I'm like, "Man, I feel like I talk about this a lot on the podcast." Anyway. I don't know if you can even tell that my voice is scratchy because it's kind of warming up and maybe that's just part of the thing. It's like 6.50 a.m. as I'm recording this. I have had a bananas three weeks. Bananas as in like not a good kind of bananas, not the kind of bananas that taste good when you eat them, like rotten bananas kind of bananas. Through the holiday season, childcare was really, really unpredictable. My kids have had a hard time adjusting to some changes in our family. And then for the last week, I've had three kids with coughs. I had one kid whose eardrum ruptured uh what was it? Two, three days ago, and then last night another one was complaining about an earache. And we've gone ten years of parenting with never an ear infection. I don't know how, but I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm a chiropractor and we eat healthy food for the most part. Anyway, let's move forward. I'm sure you can relate to what I'm saying, but let's just move forward. All right. So today we're talking about chiropractors should just adjust, right? Or should they? So I'm going to tell you some backstory around today's topic. Back in 2012-ish, at my busiest point in practice, by patient volume at least, I found myself feeling like I was on repeat all day. I would say the same things to the same patient, patient after patient, do this exercise, do this stretch and so on. I'm sure you can relate to this as well. See, I had just come out of working in a sports medicine clinic where our patient appointments consisted of every type of rehab you could possibly think of applying to the patient on every visit. And office visits were usually 30 to 45 minutes, sometimes even 60 minutes or longer. So when I transitioned to seeing patients in my own practice for the first time ever, I had a hunch that having appointments that lasted that long and only getting paid my contracted rate with major medical insurance plans was going to make for a difficult time building a profitable practice. But still, I took the time to show my patients exercises and stretches and other home care activities that I thought would improve their clinical outcomes. I noticed that a lot of times on follow-up visits, when I asked patients about their rehab exercises, they would say they had forgotten how to do them. Or worse, sometimes I'd ask a patient if they were doing their home exercises and they'd say, yes, but then I'd say, okay, great, show me what you've been working on at home. Let me see you perform a set so I can see if you're ready for progression. Only to have the patient make up some random exercise, it wasn't wasn't at all what I had prescribed for them. Which led me to believe that either had totally misconstrued their home care like a middle school game of telephone, or they had lied to me when they told me that they had been doing their home care when in all actuality, they had totally forgotten about it or forgotten how to do it in the first place. Yikes. (laughs) So being the problem solver that I am, I thought of a way that I could help my patients be more accountable to their care and to get the results they were looking for in their health. I thought, surely it would be so helpful for them to have access to the exercises and stretches they needed to do at home in a way that was customized exactly for them with my recommendations for their frequency and number of sets and reps. Well, I didn't know of any done for me services that fit the type of rehab that I incorporated into patient care at that time, which if you're curious was mostly Janta and FMS, SFMA type of work. So I started creating customized handouts for patients. I remember Googling photos, uh, hello, copyright infringement, that I would copy and paste into Word docs and then I would either print these out and give them directly to the patient or I would email them to the patient. But this created a whole new problem. <laughs> it was such a huge time suck. I. Often found myself promising to send home care recommendations to a patient after business hours, but forgetting because after work I would go home with my toddler. And well, you know how that goes like parenting a toddler is pretty unpredictable. You might think that bedtime is going to happen at a certain time, but it doesn't necessarily go that way. So I started getting behind like, way behind on following through on these things with patients and feeling like I was feeling at life, to be honest. At the time, I didn't seem It didn't seem like a big concern to me, but looking back on it now, I can see that another problem with this scenario was that I wasn't being compensated for my time and energy doing this. Granted, I shouldn't have been compensated for using photos I snacked from Google, but it was actually not a sustainable strategy for me to be going above and beyond in the service that I offered to my patients without it contributing to the profitability of my practice. I know that might be hard for you to hear, by the way, and if it is, I would encourage you to listen to a really, really great podcast that I listened to over the weekend while I was working out. Um, Gosh, uh, I can't remember the name of the podcast. Um, um, Search on YouTube for Kimberly Johnson, Money in the Nervous System, and see what comes up. (laughs) It was episode eight of whatever podcast this was, some kind of podcast about being an empath and having a business. Yikes, but um, she goes into a lot of conversation in detail in that episode about why it's just okay for us to make money and for you to make money, doing something that helps people is actually a really good thing. So stop feeling guilty about it. All right, oh, let's move on because that's off off topic. <laughs> Um, Okay, where was I? Eventually, I started thinking, gosh, if I could take all these exercises and stretches and whatever else and record videos of them, and then I could make those videos available in an online library of some kind, then patients could access those specific home care exercises assigned to them. And they'd never again have to tell me they forgot how to do them because they'd always have access to instructions in video at home. Well, I thought this surely would improve patient outcomes and free up my time from having to show and then re-show and re-show again how to do their home care, while also being something that my practice offered that was unique and set us apart from the oodles of other chiropractors in the St. Louis area. Being that it was 2013 at that time, this idea first came to me. It was somewhat of an innovative concept back then. Now, not so much. Things have changed a lot since then, which, you know, but yeah, at the time I was like, Oh, can I do that? I think I can do that. (sighs) Yeah. Well, you know, now things have changed a lot. Wait, but have they really actually changed a lot? Okay. Let's talk about this. Have they really changed a lot? Because despite how much opportunity we have sitting in front of us today, thanks to technology, there's still a voice in our profession that says, don't, don't innovate, don't adapt, just be a chiropractor, just adjust people. Let me tell you over the last couple of years, I've really come to understand this perspective so much more than ever. I get it now. Whereas I didn't get it before. I understand why some people think this way for one, those who think chiropractors should just focus on being chiropractors. See that there are others in our profession who struggle to go their practices because they're avoiding the thing you have to do, no matter what kind of business you operate, which is market the business. See what happens often is that someone starts a new practice and then it grows more slowly than they'd like for it to so they feel financially stressed. And then they begin looking for additional revenue streams or other ways to earn income. But as a person takes their focus off the main thing, it often just makes things more complicated. Now, instead of struggling to grow one business, you might find yourself struggling to grow two businesses or you partner up with a network marketing company, and because you're okay with promoting someone else's product, but not okay with promoting yourself, which is really promoting your chiropractic practice, then in some cases, the person's network marketing business grows so much and offers so much more time, freedom, and financial freedom that their practi- than their practice does that they start wondering, why am I a chiropractor? I shouldn't have gone to chiropractic school and they start feeling really resentful toward the profession. And they start feeling really resentful about the hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loan debt that they're carrying because of it. And it's just not a good place to be. This is where I agree with the rhetoric. If you're struggling to grow your practice, don't start another business. Growing one business is hard enough. Growing two businesses at the same time is even harder growing two businesses and taking care of your family and your health is exponentially harder. So keep things simple, stay focused on the main thing. There's no shame by the way, in working a job that offers a steady paycheck while you create momentum, get momentum going in your practice. If that's what you need to do to be able to provide for your family. I've been there. I've done that too. In fact, For the first eight to nine years of practice, I earned income from other sources like teaching and insurance review. And I did that until 2017, when I finally made the leap and left all other sources of income I had been working for. And I've never looked back. Now, in full transparency, until a year ago, my husband was also working a full-time job plus a part-time seasonal job, which sometimes during that season, it's like a full-time job in and of itself. And through most of 2018, his income was always what primarily supported our family through most of 2018. And like all of the time before that, well, mine paid my student loan payments and provided some extras for our family, but not tons. I mean, my student loan payments are really high. Well, okay. Before we move forward, I wanted to share with you a couple of resources that are on my mind. Um, if you're wondering how you can earn more income without taking more time away from your family, you should also listen to episodes 88 and a 103 of this podcast. Okay. okay, So you can find episode 88 on our website at alignedwoman.com forward slash podcast forward slash 088, or you can find it in iTunes by just Going to the uh, what is it? See all available episodes. I think it says, and scroll down until you find episode eighty-eight. And so, same thing for episode one hundred and three. You can find it in iTunes. Uh, I'm sure it's also in SoundCloud, and you can find it on our website at alignedwomen.com forward slash podcast forward slash one zero three. So those are two two additional resources for you that are free that will give you some insight into increasing revenue in your practice or in your life in general without taking more time away from your family. So those are really key. All right. So on that note, as much as I agree that practice owners need to focus on learning how to take ownership of marketing their practices and bring new patients into their practices, there's one sticking point in this conversation that has brought me to a unique conclusion. Let's say this is probably not popular in our profession. In fact, I don't, I'm pretty sure it's not popular in our profession, (laughs) but this is a conclusion that I know a lot of women in chiropractic are waiting for leadership on because there isn't a strong voice that says you can do this. In all of the debates that occur about additional income streams, chiropractors looking for passive income and so on there's one thing that almost no one ever mentions. It kind of makes me angry. My theory on this, like why no one talks about this is because it's such a big limitation of our profession that most people would really rather not even acknowledge that it exists. So here it is. There's a limit on the number of people you can provide service to on a one-to-one basis. So whether that means your, your services, chiropractic or massage therapy or acupuncture, naturopathy, whatever, when you work with people one-to-one, there's a limit on the number of people you can provide service to on a one-to-one basis, which means there's a limit on the number of people you can adjust. And as long as there's a limit on the number of people you can treat, there's also a limit on the amount of money you can earn. There, I said it. Okay, so when all of your income is coming from chiropractic, there's a limit on the amount of money you can earn. This is a problem. This is a problem if you have a family to support. This is a problem if you have a big family to support, like three, four, five, six, seven kids. If you have a hundred, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars of student loans, this is a big problem you can't settle for a limitation on your income when you need unlimited earning potential. But the good news is that you do have unlimited earning potential. I'll tell you more about what that means in a minute, but this limitation on our earning potential might be because of physical wear and tear on your body. If your body is like mine, I have a connective tissue disorder, the number of people that I can adjust in a day and in a week, limited because when I exceed that limitation, I feel like I'm going to fall apart, literally fall apart. Maybe you have a limitation on the number of people you can adjust in a day or in a week because you have a family that you want to give your time to. And adjusting more people just means taking more time away from your family. Or maybe you have an autoimmune condition And you really need to keep your stress level low and you need to build in a lot of time for rest and recovery so you can stay healthy so that you can still be practicing in 10 years from now. Whatever the limitation is, truthfully, it doesn't really matter. It's no one else's business, but your own business. So there'll be people out there that will tell you, you should just see more patients if you want to make more money. You don't have to listen to them because they're not you and they don't live your life. So, okay, you might suppose that a way to overcome this limitation is to hire an associate or two or three or four to provide more human power. And yes, it looks great on social media when you post pictures of your big team that works in your office and makes you look like a superstar, but hiring other chiropractors to adjust patients might increase the capacity of your practice, but it's it's also really a delicate art, science, and philosophy, all of its own. And it doesn't always mean that it increases the profitability of your practice when you hire an associate. In fact, I see a lot of times it doesn't because you don't know what you don't know until you get there and you hire that first associate and you learn from that experience and then you do it again. And then there's also the caveat of, you know, it's hard to get patients willing and comfortable to see other doctors in your office who aren't you when they're used to seeing you, or even when they've been referred to you, (laughs) they may not have ever even seen you or met you, but they were referred to you. So they just want to see you see the problem here. (sighs) All right. So here's another thing. I started to notice this in around 2015. We are getting passed by. Do you hear me? We're getting passed by. While we're all arguing over whether we should adjust or just adjust more people or whether it's okay to add other revenue streams to our businesses, other professions like medical doctors, naturopaths, health coaches, and by the way, health coaches have far less um, education and training than we do as chiropractors. They are taking their knowledge and they're packaging it up in ways that allow them to serve anyone, anywhere and serve an unlimited number of people. And I know you, you've got a ton of knowledge in your head. And a big part of why your patients love you is beyond the hands-on part of the care that you provide. And it's a, it's a lot about what you know and how you apply that knowledge to your patients. And I know you have the capacity to share that knowledge with more people than you could ever adjust in a day without collapsing on the floor. And that's why I'm here today telling you it's okay to step out of the box. It's okay to do something that allows you to make a bigger impact. And it's okay to have more time freedom. It's okay to increase your financial reward doing it. Even though some people say you shouldn't. Now, am I telling you that you should stop practicing chiropractic? Absolutely not. Because there's nothing that you can do in an online capacity, for example, that would replace what you do through an adjustment what I'm talking about here is creating an ancillary part of your business that helps you increase your impact, increase your financial reward, increase your time freedom while you're still also practicing the art of chiropractic. So here's the bottom line. If you're a mom, your time is more precious than you ever knew possible before becoming a mom. You want to be able to be present with your kids and really be with them when you're with them. And you also want to be sure that you're providing everything they need and saving for their futures. And I know you'd really like to be paying down your student loan debt. I know that motherhood means you need to make the most of your practice, but your practice doesn't have to be limited by what other people think you should or shouldn't do. And this is why I've been working behind the scenes for Years now, specifically for the last two years, more intensely for the last year to create a course that will teach you how to create a course for your patients. I know that sounds kind of silly. I'm going to teach you a course that will teach you how to make a course, but that's, it is what it is. (laughs) So the point is that you can avoid finding yourself in the time suck that I used to be in of sharing information with my patients that I knew would help them get better outcomes from their care, but I didn't have a way to do it in a way that allowed me time freedom and also increased my financial reward for my investment in their care. Interestingly, as I say that, I'm like, "Hmm, it also wasn't something that they were invested in. (laughs) Hmm. another topic for another day. We'll talk more about that in the future. All right. So the course will be coming soon, but in the meantime, you should go to BIT. Okay. I'm going to go slow in case you're driving. (laughs) BIT.LY forward slash course creation free guide to get the how to know if it's the right time to add a course for your patients to your practice guide. A long title, but it is what it is. Inside of this free guide, you'll learn exactly how to know if now is finally the time for you to take action on your course idea, because I know this is something you've already been thinking about for quite a long time, but you've just not been sure if this is something you can do and if now is the right time to do it this totally free guide will help you answer that question. And we've also just opened up a new online community that's also free and called Aligned Course Creation for Chiropractors, where you can learn more about how to take your unique knowledge and life experience and package it up in a way that allows you to share more of what you know with your patients so that you're able to help them make an even bigger change in their lives. And again, you can sort of put yourself on repeat in an automated way and also increase your financial reward for doing it. Now tell me, how could that be wrong? How could that be wrong? All right. So go get the free guide. And when you sign up for the free guide, you'll also get access to the, um, the free group, the free guide again, is at bit.ly forward slash course creation free guide. All right. I'm excited to hear your thoughts on today's episode, because I know you think a lot like me, but we don't have to share the same opinions. It is um, strictly my opinion that you have what it takes to make a bigger impact, to change lives all over the world and to experience more time freedom and to make more money doing it. All right, my friends. Oh, ooh, 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 before we wrap up this episode, I want to tell you over the next few episodes, I'm not sure of the exact number yet. It kind of depends on how scheduling stuff shakes out over the next couple of weeks. You're going to hear some on-air coaching sessions. These on-air coaching sessions are going to be fun. They're going to help you um, like be a fly on the wall, essentially to hearing me In coaching sessions with other women in chiropractic who have an idea for a course or some other kind of thing that they want to create for their patients to help their practice grow. And we'll identify where they're stuck and how they're going to get unstuck. So it'll be really helpful for you to hear those episodes. So, as always, be sure to join me next week for the first one of those on air coaching sessions in that series. All right. That's all for today. I will see you soon. Take care. Thank you again for joining me for this episode of the aligned women podcast. If you've loved this show, please share your favorite episode with another woman in chiropractic who, you know, would love to be more profitable in her practice without sacrificing any more time with her family. And if you love what you hear on the show and want more insight into how you can have more time freedom, more financial freedom, build a practice of the right patients and feel confident that you're making the impact you were born to make as a chiropractor, be sure to take the Aligned Practice Quiz. You can get your free copy of the quiz at alignedpracticequiz.com. You'll know in less than 15 minutes where you need to focus your time and energy to become present in your life as a mom and profitable in your career as a chiropractor. Thanks again for listening.